When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Twitter at littleempirepod. Guys, that go screw. One of them's a hottie, his name is Jay. One of them looks like Johnny Depp, and his name is Johnny Depp. Action! Welcome to the worst idea of all time, episode forty-five, with myself, Tim Bat. And myself, uh, Guy Montgomery, with his microphone and tail between his legs. Guy, explain uh, the current situation as it stands. Oh, look, it's a minor, um, minor issue. It's very infuriating, actually. I'm currently staying in a in a hotel room in Geraldton, West Australia. That is not an issue at all. I'm having a great time doing that. Uh, Tim and I just recorded 30 minutes of red hot gold. I would say. Gold off doesn't run red hot, but it did in this instance. It's pretty good stuff. Um, And Tim, unbeknownst to me, had uh, created a pretty detailed set of drinking rules for the film Where Are Your Friends? Yeah. You've been over there having a party, have you, my boy? I've done that all on my lonesome guy Montgomery. I didn't need no man to have a good time with. Hey, but let me ask you a question. Are we 100% sure you're recording this time? Because I still haven't set it up to record your, like, telephone conversation oh yeah i'm recording cool. loud and clear i'm not gonna cool. make the same mistake i did just prior you know the old uh, saying pretty much once bitten twice shy three times i'm a lady here were the drinking rules as i wrote them down folks and you got to bear in mind that um i'm coming to you live after five beers and a uh, little bit of some other stuff and hey. the way that this works is i basically uh it came in came in fifth gear you know what i mean which is not generally how you start a race you start on first gear but i started on the fifth gear started very hot and heavy and then uh progressively got less so as i kind of lost my way midway through but here are the rules as i will report them to you just just before you read them we didn't quite finish relaying what happened to the previous recording of them which was uh i had to return a, a phone charging cord to my next door neighbor and uh, very funny comic, Danielle Walker. And I uh, 
ran next door with it. I took out my card key to make sure that I could get back into my room and the car key cut the power and the power cut the recording and I've just I've cast us asunder. But Tim's enthusiasm and nuanced drinking rules are sure to carry us through to steady waters. <laughs> it's all on Timbo's shoulders and I'm willing to accept the responsibility, Guy Montgomery. Here it comes. The first rule, and this is an important rule, is every time anyone says the following words, take a drink of your drink. And I can't stress this enough, you don't have to drink. But if you're going to drink, just take a drink of your drink. Don't drink the whole drink until I tell you to drink the whole drink. Just like, you know, take whatever you think is appropriate from your drink. It's a beer. That's what I use this week. This should serve as a guide for you, okay? If anyone says the word coal or the name coal, you drink. If anyone says Ollie, you drink. If anyone says Mason, you drink. If anyone says Squirrel, you know it's coming, you drink. If anyone says Sushi, you drink. If anyone says My Boy, you drink again. Okay? So, the count, because I did a bit of a count up on how many times these names were actually said out loud before I stopped paying attention and like I kind of gave up on it. Here are the stats Cole has said nine times, Ollie has said three times. Mason, who knows? I actually haven't got a number next to that, so it's impossible to tell. Squirrel, four, maybe, maybe more. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, Those tallies all sound horrifically inaccurate. Sushi, nine times. My boy, twice. (coughs) Oh, boy. Here's how the rest of it goes. When you hear the words, it's going to be a big night. You take a drink, okay? That's coming real early in the film. I want to I wanna get you ready. I want to get your whistle wet. When you are in the club... No, when you're out of the club, but you hear club man, you hear club man promise that he will give Jarhead head, I want you to celebrate by having a beer. A little beer, just a sip of beer, not a whole beer, just beer, beer. I said this previously and I'll say it again, Tim. I also think uh, it's imperative that we God, pour no some one out. knows what happened before because it didn't happen on the record. So just, pre- and also, I can't remember whatever you said. So just present just, it like it's new information all... because it is to all of us involved in this. Okay, I didn't realize I could treat you as a totally blank page. I am uh, an audience pour some out at all costs. For Jai. For Jarhead, uh, not Jarhead, sorry, Clubman, because he uh, once knew a life on the outside and is now cursed to spend the rest of his days uh, inside of the club. And we've got to pour some out for his memory of his family, the joys of outside living, fresh air, parks, dogs, swimming in the water, all that good stuff. Clubman, he's having a good time because he's in the club, but he's having a good time because he put a boo. It's club man. Club man. Yeah. It's the leather jacket in the summertime. It's too hot for that kind of fashion in this kind of season. So do you know what I recommend? Cool off with a little bit of beer. A little beer of beer. Um, next up, James Reed is playing. We're in the club all of a sudden. Club man's here, but the most important bit is James Reed is playing. And do you know how I like to celebrate James Reed playing in a fucking live DJ set where I am? You finish the beer. Finish the beer. You finish your whole beer. Whatever the beer is, finish it. Is that a free two hands for party time dancing, including but not limited to removing and swinging a jacket around and around? Fucking A. If you buy yourself, I recommend pull your pants down and whatever genitals you got, swing it all around just for your own self-benefit, you know? Next up, these are my friends. Celebrate (laughs) with some beer. Now, I don't know what this note means. (laughs) I, I'm sorry to uh, hold you a momentum there, but I, I just can't get over the idea that it, I mean to swing 
a vagina around is, is virtually impossible. Oh, yeah. Clearly, my man hasn't seen enough vaginas. You it's can, not impossible. In the, in the same way you can detrow and swing it, swing your penis around, you can swing a vagina around? Not in the exact same way, but, you know, you use your imagination, you get out there, you swing it around. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah, man. As you were, continue. Sorry. Uh, so these are my friends. Celebrate with some beer. And you, I honestly, I do not recall what you said last time. What it, was this? Am I writing this down because that's the song, or does someone say these are my friends? Oh, maybe. Uh, hold up. Where are it happens concurrently, point? I believe, Tim. It happens um, at the same in the same instance. So. Oh he yeah, says, and Zicoli these are my it. friends. While while the chorus or while the drum kick from "We Are Your Friends." You're fucking right. You're fucking right, man. Do you know what I'd never accuse you of, guy? Being wrong. Except right now. We're a good team. We're a good team, Tim, and you're a good little boy. I want to scratch you under the chin. I know you like that right now. I fucking love it, bro. I'd pay some good, honest, hard, cold cash for that. This is going to be the best night of your life. That is a quote that is said by... Hmm... The best. It's by simple everyone. It's shared. It's a montage. It's shared responsibility. It's a montage line. This is going to be the best night. The best night. The best night. The best night of, of, of your Your life. life. Do you know how I celebrate that? Have a little beer of beer. Have a bit of beer. Cole is smoking. It's the first time we've seen it happen in this movie. And it's a bit jarring in 2017 to see central characters on a uh, screen production smoking. You know how I like to uh, recognize that fact? Have a beer. Have a little bit of beer. Oh, have a beer, I see. Of beer. Cool down your throat. It's probably hot from all that smoke. Hard out. Because we're very empathetic viewers and we feel what Cole feels. They're toasting right. they're toasting squirrel. So you toast squirrel. So here's to squirrel. So let's bear a beer. And that point happens when uh, we're all together. And uh, it's just before squirrel says, This is the this is my favourite part. It's just before that. That is that's Jarhead who says it. He says, Here's the squirrel. And they all drink. They've probably cheers to everybody, to be honest. It seems like it's one of those moments. But we cut in as an audience to get a cheers to Squirrel. And I, as someone who's going to be killed in moments from now, I'd like to cheers him as well. You know what I'm saying? Certainly. This man has never left the club. We are meeting Clubman for the first time. Drink for him. You know what I'm saying? Clubman is a tragedy. He is a Greek tragedy. He is a man so filled with vigor and vim and enthusiasm for the profession that he has because he's not been exposed to the outside world and just my heart bleeds for Clubman. So we've seen him for the first time. We've heard him on the phone before. Guys, explain why he's such a, a, a sad man. I've said, I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again to him. It's slightly more heartbreaking than you imagine. He does know the pleasures of the outside world. They have been taken from him and he will never have them again. And therefore, we must pour some out. Oh, pour it out again. Pour it out for Clubman. Fucking pour club and, man pour might a whole be. bottle, and I think the if you the more expensive thing you pour it onto, the better. I think the more expensive thing you pour it onto, you, so like find a shag shag pile rug. Well, I don't think you're allowed to look outside of the room you're in, but oh. certainly within the room you're in, find the most valuable item, either through sentimental value or genuine value, and. Pour your drink out on top of it. So hypothetically, does it count as pouring your drink out if you are in a situation where you're watching the movie in full view of your neighbours who have very expensive houses which you're very confident they own? If you throw your beer Uh, through a window of theirs, is that kind of facilitating what you're 
laying down. There's a lot of property damage. Uh, a, a minimum of like three, four hundred dollars. It's a weird shaped window. Legally, like a grey area to me, Tim. Uh, yeah. I, I would try and limit your your pouring out of your drink to yeah. within the room. I think throwing and pouring are two entirely different. You know, sensations. boring guy. When, That's when, your problem, man. When you I've watch, always said this about you. Boring. Push when you watch the Oli- the when you watch out. the Olympics, Tim, they don't pour the javelin. You know, in the track and field segment, do they? They they they. they Maybe they, they should. throw it. Maybe they should. That's what I'm saying. You, as long as you've known me, you've known that I have been an advocate of pouring the javelin. It's always been very <laughs> close to my heart, and I've always been a very passionate proponent of that. You know, let's let's keep the Olympics going. I'm not one of these crazy people who's advocating for cancelling the Olympics. What I'm simply saying is, let's pour the javelin. You know. You know? To this day, I'll say the same thing that I and the Olympics Committee have said to you since Dot One, Tim. How? <laughs> You've never described to us with words or diagrams how you pour a javelin. You just keep saying, let us pour the javelins. So Somali's appeared. It's the first time we've seen her. Let's toast Somali. Have a beer of beer. Somali's here. You know, it's a cute little poem. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. The next one is, Zuccoli asks if James smokes, Okay. If, in your version of the movie, if, in the watch that you undertake, he says yes, smoke him if you got him. That's a new rule. Smoke only, him only then. if you got him. If Zuccoli asks James to smoke and James says yes, smoke him if you got him. And here's a little tip from the top, everybody. As someone who <laughs> is vaguely familiar with the inner workings and uh, machinations of We Are Your Friends, this scene, this occurrence, it's... um. It's more likely than not to crop up week in, week out. Okay, true words have never been spoken, Guy Montgomery. From my yeah. experience, Only I can back up what he's saying. Very, very occasionally will they leave out that scene. And I'll tell you what, it's very satisfying if you catch him napping. <laughs> Only if you're playing the drinking game, it won't be because even if you have him, you will not yet be allowed to smoke him. You've got to keep your focus. James Reed offers Zicoli a drink. If Sakoli takes the drink, drink your drink. Drink our drink. Drink some beer. Or whatever. Zakoli needs a lift. Don't worry though, Somali's driving, so that means you can finish the beer you're on. Which if you're me, was either beer number two or beer number three. I can't remember at this point in time. But it's I like that. Reasonably early in the film. If you find out that in your viewing of the film, if you find out in your particular watch that Captain Sidestream is the man who invented Instagram, I say celebrate that revelation with a, a, t- a touch of whatever you got. A little beer of beer. You know? That's what I reckon. Absolutely. <coughs> Sorry, I'm about to do a sneeze. But it turned into a little cough. I'm going to do it. No, I'm not. Am I? Who's to say? I agree, Tim. Isn't the human body and- a, a, just a confusing thing? It's a real mess. Of, there's a real mess of stuff happening down there. There truly is, isn't there? Could we streamline it, perhaps, do you think? Like, you know how you oh, yeah. um, uh, you sneeze, and that's to get rid of, I don't know, I guess, you know, bad stuff that's coming in your nose and your body detects it, and it's like, whoa, we don't want any of this dust and, uh, you know, bacteria and whatnot. Sneezes it out. Chuck it in a poo. You know what I mean? We've already got an exit strategy for stuff we don't want. Dude, I've been saying it for years. Send Make it, it sa- one hole. Hashtag send it south. 
you know? Hashtag make it one hole. I don't <laughs> understand why I've got I'm behind all these campaign. superfluous holes. How many holes are we Put rocking? We've got a, okay, nostrils, one, two, ears, one, two, so we're up to four. We've got a mouth, that's five. We've got an anus, six. Uh, we've got a urethra, seven. Uh, we got a... Uh, belly button, obviously belly, everyone's belly, belly button. Belly button's about a half. So My belly button goes all the way through. Jesus, for a male, you've got between seven and a half or eight if you're Guy Montgomery holes. Like, do we need them all? I don't think so. Let's figure out a way to make... Let's figure out a way to make whatever the ear's doing, we'll chuck that into the nose function, and whatever the nose is doing with expulsion, we'll let the anus do that. So maybe we turn two, we turn two ears into the nose, two nostrils into one, okay? Hear me out. The, the, the other superfluous nostril reactivity is now happening through the anus. So we've got one nostril, that's one hole. We've got a mouth, that's essential, it seems to me. We need that for eating. That's two. Uh, we've got an anus, that's three. And if you're going to Montgomery, you need a whole hole uh, for your belly button. But most dudes, there's three and a half holes. Oh, and your you know, urethra. You've still got your urethra. Okay, I, I always forget that one. Four and a half to five holes max if you're a dude, surely. What? What I'd love to hear, Tim, you can keep packing them down. Let's get it down to hashtag make it one hole. I, make it one hole just seems tremendously difficult because you're wanting to pick up a bit, of, a bit of hearing with your ears and a bit of smelling with your nose. And to put that all through the same hole that you're shitting out of just seems, you know, sometimes, sometimes in this life you can get too efficient. And I feel like that might be about our limit of where we get to with that. Wow. <coughs> we folks over here at Make It One Hole couldn't disagree more, Tim, but that's your opinion and you're entitled to it. How, Guy, I want you. I want to put the reins into your hands. How would you recommend that Make It One Hole well, undertakes its you've single got orifice a, strategy? You've got us down to four and a half to five holes, okay? Have First it. thing you're going to need to do, fill in your belly button. That is doing nothing for nobody. Just fill it in. Get some concrete, whatever's lying around, Whoa. silt. If you have any, glue's fine, hair, loose hair, sure. Fill that hole, okay? Okay. We're now down to four holes. Your urethra, that's just that's just doing the, you know, I'll tell you where that, that fluid and that liquid could be used. Out the back, okay? So push that in, yep. cover that up with some plaster, sellies, no more gaps or whatever. So you yep. got your smooth out the front. You pushed Guy. all the wee so it starts coming out the back. Let yep. me just can I chuck one thing at you though? Where does your ejaculate come out in this in Same your spot, proposal? dude. You've completely rewired the human body. Your yeah. bone is happening inside your body now, poking uh-huh. towards your butthole. Whoa, your ejaculate shit. comes out your butthole. Oh my god. Okay. Far out. That's how Fact. we impregnate women now. Uh <laughs> if I mean if reproduction is, you know, part of what you're going for, <laughs> the one hole movement might not be for you. <laughs> In biology, if reproduction's what I'm going for, yeah, sometimes those streams cross, yeah, every now and then. Okay, well, all I'm telling you is that, you know, read the fine print before you sign the forms. The mouth? Who needs a mouth? Look at this beautiful, expressive... I'll I'll stop you there for a a hot minute. I mean, a couple of things come to mind, and the first two are talking and eating, you know? So... Oh, man. You've got so much good stuff happening down there now. You've built such an interesting and beautiful hole. Why not just relocate the mouth? Take your lips off, sure. 
Put your esophagus in there. Your esophagus will actually make quite a nice coat for a penis. Oh, boy. So th- this is getting very <laughs> oh human centipede all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, it's too grisly. Very graphic. <laughs> highly biological. <laughs> intensely not where, <laughs> not where I thought I'd be at tonight. But you know what? I'm glad I came. You know what? I'm not disappointed <laughs> oh, I'm here. Man. Hey, actually, well, guys, should I continue with the drinking rules? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that sounds great, man. <laughs> Somali is drinking club soda. You don't need to drink club soda, though, because you're a big boy. So have a big boy drink, have a little beer of beer. <coughs> so by this point, we're in, the, we're, in the, we're in the party, obviously, guy. Amazing. We're at James Reed's party. And uh, in light of that, did you just find out that dubstep is 70 beats per minute and house music sucks massively? Do you know how There's I like to celebrate chance that? You will have. What's that? There's nods on chance you will have discovered that at the house party. Zakoli is doing everything but bloody printing out flyers and distributing them, telling him that exactly that. That would be very funny if you got some merch printed out that just says "Dubstep is seventy BPM house sucks." Um, celebrate that revelation with a drink, everybody. That's what I like to do when I find stuff out about where are your friends. I just like to celebrate. I love with it. A beer. Next up on the agenda, Zicoli and Skrill are having a smoke. So guess what, everybody? Smoke them if you got them. If you got them, get rid of them. And do that by smoking them. That's right. Don't throw them away. That's not what Tim's trying to encourage. It's never been my plan. It's never been my intention to throw them away. If wasteful. you got them, consume them. It's the Zicoli dance, everybody. Everybody just wave your hands. And if you look like a bit of a chicken... And everybody's fucking in a bed behind you, then you're doing the Zicoli dance definitely correctly because I saw it again this week. And I tell you what, guy, it never goes away. That weird viewpoint of seeing two people fucking in a bed behind Zicoli slow motion chicken dancing, that is weird every week. I like to celebrate that with a bit of beer, personally. Why wouldn't you? Good stuff. Next up, we made it to the festival, everybody. We're in Las Vegas, Nevada. So I recommend you smoke them if you got them because we are here to deal drugs. I've made myself Undou- one of the boys. Undoubtedly. You've got to burn the evidence. You, if you got coppers knocking on your door, you know the best way to shake them off your tail. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Smoke them. Have you got them? I heard a delightful story. When I first, um, I used to work in uh, for a radio station guy. You might know, I actually worked for a few radio stations back in the day. Not All that long ago. to me. And my first job, my first full-time professional job when I worked in radio was uh, for a station that played, uh, it's what's usually referred to as golden oldies music, which is like real good fucking rock music from the 60s and 70s. And the guy that I worked for, a man named Kevin Black, who tragically has since passed away, much before his prime, uh, I got to work with him and it was a, a real delight because that dude was a real legend of New Zealand broadcasting and he, t- he told me a delightful story uh, one morning when we were working on his show, I was his producer for a short time, about um, uh, about Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones. Ever heard of them? Apparently yeah, this is true. Apparently this is true. One time, uh, so Mick Jagger was in his hotel room and someone uh, ran up and banged on the door, tour manager, whatever, I can't remember the finer details, and said, Mick, the police are here, the police are here. And Mick Jagger flushed all his drugs down the toilet. And what the person was actually trying to communicate is that Sting and the police were staying on the same floor of the hotel with them. <laughs> and like, did he want to kind of come and hang out? Always tickled me oh. that little anecdote of rock yeah, and roll. Yeah, well, history. it would. You'd be devastated if you if all you want to do is take a bunch of drugs with Sting and the police. Yeah, I mean, talk about a bloody miscommunication. That's very caperish. One hundred and one, right? That is a classic French farce if ever I've heard one. So anyway, we're in the hotel. Finish that beer. That's the instruction that I've written there, and that's the beautiful moment when our two star-crossed lovers, Zicoli and Somali, are hand in hand running through the. Gorgeous city of love that is Las Vegas, Nevada. Everyone knows it's the most romantic town in the world. Uh, and they're getting to their big, garish, gold-plated hotel. Celebrate that young love by finishing whatever beer you're up to. At that point, for me, uh, four, <laughs> I think. Three or four. And then I've only got two notes left because, uh, as I mentioned before, I started to taper off and lose a bit of energy by the end. The first one, or the second to last one rather, the penultimate instruction is just party time, finish your beer. I guess that's when the boys um, move into their brand new um, abode, you know? Soundproof the walls. 
Well, yeah, I'd say that's right, Tim. And so that, but before that, you've also got several names being used. They go for a trip to the sushi joint uh, yeah. when it gets depressing in there. They go and get sushi before then. So there's, you're going to be nip, having little nips of beer uh, well, through nips. there. So there's, I mean, and that's the beauty of the the, the 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 subtlety and the detail of the game you've built here, Tim. Is that it really caters to to everyone's needs the whole way through. I was going for that, and I'm glad that you saw that. I appreciate you appreciating I'm me. I'm glad you did it. I'm glad you did it. Can the I say last that? note that I have on my thing before I just pegged out entirely is Squirrel has died. Deal with it by smoking a little bit of drugs. And again, can't stress this enough. If it's PCP, that's a rose garden. That's not for you to consume. That's for the that's for the earth. That's for the yeah. soil. Well, I... You you haven't you have brought that up to me, Tim, but certainly not no no one listening at this point will know exactly what you're talking about. And they never will. I'm just saying PCP's main use for my money is as a rose garden accelerant and nothing else. It's not for human consumption. It's not a it's no, not what it's there absolutely for. Absolutely not. Do you know it's specifically good for rose gardens or are you just sort of providing anything Listen, which isn't taking it? I'm not a botanist per se. So I am going by gut here, but that's my assumption. Do you have a shining right. light guy? Because that's all my drinking rules done. Mate, and didn't I, I he do well? Didn't he do well? A, yeah, he did, he did really well. Um, my shining light, if I may, was probably um, at the looking pool party uh, in the midst of Zaccoli distributing his flyers explaining why certain types of music play out at certain times and uh, house music stinks. He, uh, he's talking about transitioning the speed of the music up and there's like a graphic that comes up on screen which says 125 to, and it changes to 126 beats per minute. Do you know what I'm talking about, Tim? I know exactly what you're talking about because he's trying so to get it up to that magic number. In, in that moment, we see a sort of medium close-up of a, a woman's hips and legs dancing and she's wearing sort of greeny, maybe turquoise um, shorts, denim cutoffs. And poking out of the left leg is like the entire business end of a jeans pocket. Yes, um, I actually know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. They're like Daisy and, Jukes that she's wearing, right? Yeah, yeah. And But they're showing the pocket underneath the, sh- the short. Yeah. And bold choice. That's a thing. One that I creatively and, and sartorially disagree with, but... Good on them for making some some brave decisions. Dude, um, that's not that brave. That's fully a thing. That is a that is a thing in fashion. I've pockets seen it. showing. Hey, no, you yes. don't want to show your pockets. No, you do not want to mate, be seen you, with your pockets out. Guy Montgomery, we got to go to the club more often because that is so very much a thing. This is an established norm of 2017. People are out there with their pockets. Penetrating well, the line of, of, of flesh that we can see. It's going, put it's back going in, down. That's what I say. Put hey? it back in because no one wants to see that. No one needs to see your pockets. Oh, you I trust like you've got father. them. You don't need to prove it. You sound like Stephen, guy. You're growing into your dad. I'm not going into my dad. Look, pockets are a private business. I I, <laughs> I can't, you know, I can't stand having stuff in my pockets. When I was a kid, I never had any cool stuff because I didn't want to put it in my pockets. Really? What about cool rocks yeah. and stones and things? Man, like a nice shell. I'd have to borrow. I'd have to borrow my friend's rocks and stones because I wouldn't carry them around in my pockets. Oh bloody! 
You had a deprived childhood and it's led on to a very conservative adulthood where you won't accept pockets falling out of Jay- Daisy Jukes, you know? It's a problem. Look, it's, 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 you know, it's minor. But for me, the fact that they did it at all, that they that, that they exported the seedy underbelly of pockets, for me, was the shining light this week. Yeah, what about really? you, Tim? So you like that they dipped their oar into that uh, that lake of iniquity. Iniquity. Dang the it. Den of iniquity. Den of equity. Like I said, Tim, it was brave. It's one that I creatively and sartorially disagree with, but I'm glad they went there. Guy, my shining light's really going to blow you away this week, okay? Are you ready for it? Yeah, absolutely. You know how there's four fuck boys? Yeah. There's five. There's a fifth beetle, bro. No, 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 not at all. When we are at the introductory speech, the pep talk delivered by Paige to the boys, where they first get into uh, um, that's uh, Gold Star Realty Solutions, Dick Full of Diamonds, Mouthful of Concrete. 23 minutes into the film. Jesus, all right, yeah. When we're there, okay, neither of us have ever picked this up before. In addition to our four fuck boys who are receiving that speech... There's a fifth dude, and we've never seen him before. He is on the, the left bit of the screen, and he's sitting with the guys, and he's the only other person receiving that speech in addition to the fuck boys. There is five guys there. Four of them we know, one of them we've not met before. Oh, my goodness. And I, from there on in, watching the rest of the film, I like to think that that same dude is there the entire time, just a tiny little bit out of frame. Undoubtedly, uh, that's almost exactly what would happen. I mean, of course it is, because he he, he's in that awkward situation where he hasn't quite passed through to the social group yet, but he hasn't been culled or expelled. He doesn't have a lot else going for him. He's just moved to Los Angeles. So, of course, you're going to hang around on the fringes of what seem like a, 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 a group of fun-loving young guys. Grab hold. If you find a lion who's out of control, grab onto his mane and ride him. Ride him to freedom. Social freedom. That's what that guy's done. This metaphor didn't work as well as I thought it would, but I gave it a God's honest try. No, you did. And I, that's a great observation. It's certainly an, another interesting wrinkle as we sort of work towards wrapping this thing up. Another character whose life may go on, you know, maybe him and Squirrel in the sequel um, become friends. You know, we know Squirrel survives. Do we? Yeah, yeah. He speaks at the end of the film. He says the moment before it starts, which oh, is I a classic teaser move from the, the movie people to say Squirrel, the revenge of Squirrel. The well, guy's the rise, name rise is Doug, guy. This is important to me. Rise of the Squirrel the with f- Doug. The fifth beetle is Doug. Doug and Squirrel <laughs> fighting the world together. Doug and Squirrel. At it again. Ah, oh, man, i got to say, you know I love these little details. I'm very glad uh, that you, 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 you saw that. I can't wait to look out for it next week. Let me tell you something else about Doug, guy. He's one of three children. He's a middle child. He was brought up in a... Uh, so a, a Baptist upbringing, but not too hard out, which is, you know, unusual. But his father's father was a Baptist minister. His father was the youngest of five children, didn't quite buy into it all. So he sort of got the ceremonies and the rituals of bap- bap- baptism, uh, but not quite living with it in his heart. His mother is... And you'll love this, a scientist, 
And this is the kind of scientist she is. She's an anthropologist. She studies, on a macro scale, human development. Running around, born in Africa, spreading to the other continents. You know, that's what I'm talking about. That's what she studies. And this this kid is the product of a uh, very tepidly warm Baptist and a uh, woman of science. And uh, Doug, he's fallen on hard times because uh, he got involved in a very big way in the dot-com boom. Not himself, he's a bit of a moron. But his friends around him, he befriended a lot of people who were also quite socially awkward, found it hard to make friends. And those May people... I insert uh, yeah. just a, a quick uh, jolt of backstory into why Doug struggled so much in social situations, Tim. yeah. yeah. Uh, it would obviously because his, his older brother, who he really respected and looked up to growing up and aspired to be like, they'd play together, you know, night after night, they'd throw a ball back and forth, they'd brainstorm harebrained schemes to make a quick buck over the summer holidays. Uh, and after his first year of junior high, after he'd sort of developed a bit of a crack in the throat and grown a pubic hair, he was kidnapped uh, and has since been held hostage inside of a club. Wow. Uh whereby he's not allowed to be released until discovered by yeah. a family member. Yeah. Fuck. It's a real tragedy, to be honest. It's sad. Breaks my heart. Really does. So there's Doug, you know, just living his life, um, trying to move on with things after his brother. The weird thing about Doug's brother is that his birth name is Clubman, and it never made sense until a really formative event happened in his life where he got kidnapped. And then it suddenly makes perfect sense. But up until then, it's like we all grow into our names, you know? Don't we? That's beautiful, Tim. Anyway, uh, that dude, he's my shining light, Doug. God bless Doug. Wow. What a journey he's on. He's truly... uh, He's uh, on a trajectory of mediocrity, and I'm very keen to follow it for the coming weeks. Absolutely. To quote um, Ted Danson in the ever-popular romantic comedy acting opposite Julianne Moore when Harry met Seattle, uh, I'll have what he's having. (laughs) Nailed it. God damn, did you nail all of that. So, Guy, it might be time for a little bit of a musical interlude if you're ready for it. Oh, certainly. Strap in, Tim. I'm excited. Five, six, seven, eight. (laughs) Get in with James, James Reed. Beautiful stuff. Do you know what I'd love? I'd love to find my harmonica wherever it is. I bought a harmonica years ago, and I know it's in this room somewhere. Um, I can't play it, but I can breathe into it, and it makes a sound. You do know? you by chance have a set of bongos in there as well, Tim? You know I do. Do you have any weed smoking paraphernalia? Uh, I can either confirm nor deny except to say that I do. Are you an absolute stone cold hit at all the summer Kiwi barbecues you attend? I attend none of them, eh? That's the funny thing about me. Summertime, get me in the office. You know, that's my prime working season. (laughs) That's when I like to get solar powered up for about half an hour in the morning then get into an office and just lay into some spreadsheets. You get solar powered up. That's my way. How so? I run, I, I'm, I run on photosynthesis. Pardon? Most human beings metabolize 
food, complex yeah, carbohydrates, yeah, yeah. whatnot, into sugar. Not how I operate. I get a little bit of sugar from the environment. I get a lot of water, and then I get sunlight. And much like Superman, I, I am powered by Earth's yellow sun. That is how I construct my energy and go Man. about my business. I'm so sorry. You're thinking all uh, days and weeks, months, years of hanging out together, I would have cottoned on to this quite significant detail. Or do you hide it from people? It's my cross to bear. That's how I look at it. So I don't need to involve other people in it. I'm not a martyr. But um, well, the real thing we're here to discuss... Got, hey, Tim. <laughs> yeah? You've always, you've always got someone to talk to. Thank you, Guy. The thing is, James Reed from The Feelers, a very good New Zealand band, has handed a box with a MacBook Pro-sized something in it to Zicoli, the film's hero. Yeah. And the thing of it is, it's a really, really, really big harmonica for Zicoli. And the reason why it's a self-serving gift is that James Reed from The Feelers has always known that in his four-piece New Zealand top 40 rock band, there's always been one piece of instrumentation lacking. Has he got drums? Yes. Has he got lead guitar? Yes. Has he got bass guitar? Yes. Has he got vocals? You better believe it. But do you know what he's missing? A fucking mouth organ. So what he's done is he's overshot it, and he's constructed a mouth organ four times the normal length of any harmonica you've seen in your life. And it, it, it covers a far greater, um, how do you say, range of notes, you know, than a normal harmonica. And the song that he wants is a colleague to learn and play for him at Summerfest mm. this coming summer. Mm. Sounds a little something like this. get that tim <laughs> loud and clear bro <laughs> loud and fucking clear <laughs> oh boy oh lord yes absolutely it's it's jurassic park but not as you know it that's the name no. of the that track fantastic <laughs> oh boy there if you someone go. could I know this sounds silly but if someone could hit that note perfect like if someone could replicate what you just played into the microphone if someone could hit that at a party with a mouth organ I'd be more impressed than hearing like a sterling note perfect rendition of Jurassic Park by John Williams the legend himself I couldn't agree more um Hey Tim, mm. I gotta, I gotta get ready. I gotta go and perform stand-up comedy to the people of Geraldton, West Australia. Yes, you do, you dirty dog. And you want to know why we're under the pump? 
because you fucked up, Guy Montgomery, and it's okay because I've fucked up many times in the past. And it was about time did, that you dropped the ball, to be honest with you. I did drop the ball. I was heartbroken. But this has been a, a, li- a lifting conversation. I feel better for it. Um, I hope you're well. We'll be speaking together soon, I'm sure. I've got a chest infection, and I'm feeling nervous about an upcoming project, but otherwise I'm fine. Yeah, you got a lot. Um, you got a lot on at the moment, Tim. Not as much as I uh, I had previously, though. So it's all right. This no. comparative. Tim's going to be Tim's going to be a big star, everybody. Going to be a big star. You watch me. I feel like this podcast uh, is going to sink whatever opportunity I have in the future, and I love that about this podcast. <laughs> Never get so? too big for your boots, Tim, because you've always got the worst idea of all time episodes to bring you back to ground. You are like Icarus. I see. Never fly too close to the sun, for you will burn and fall into the ocean. Well, on that uplifting note, I bid you adieu. Follow Guy Montgomery online, everybody, and go and see his shows. And also, I exist. Uh, bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try The Male Gaze? It's the Male Gaze! The Wizard of Oz is a real, you could tell, movie if, yeah. if your kid is really into it. Well, that'd be where the phrase Friends of Dorothy comes from. Or is yes. that just because people with Judy Garland had lots of gay friends? No, I'm, I'm well, I, both, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just so interesting. I mean, the movie's camp, but not kind of camp in the way that, like, Priscilla, the Queen of the Desert's camp. Yeah. You know, but it's just, I guess it's about that, like, sort of young girl it's, lost no, in. I think it's camp in almost the exact same way <laughs> as Priscilla, the Queen of the Desert. <laughs> the Lollipop Guild is not camp. <laughs> All of the prominent roles are women in, like, iconic dresses. <laughs> it's just that in Priscilla, it's men as women in dresses. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.